Welcome to the Brothers in Faith podcast on St. Joseph Radio. Join Father Vincent Churichella and Deacon Michael Churichella as they talk about faith, family, and sometimes food. Just want to welcome everybody to our podcast, The Brothers in Faith. I am Father Vincent Churichella, and this is my brother, Deacon Michael Churichella. And we're here today. Let's begin with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. In this month of March, we celebrate the beautiful solemnity of St. Joseph. St. Joseph, the patron saint of all men, and especially of all fathers. So we ask his intercession. Dear St. Joseph, watch over us, guide us lead us and protect us. Watch over all Catholic men that are trying to live out their faith as we ask this all through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. And so today, um, you know, in our world, there's there's a lot of confusion about, um, you know, what it means to be a man, what it means to be a woman. Uh, there's gender confusion. Um, they're teaching uh, confusing things to children in church. But we as a church, we, um, you know, believe in the differences of male and female, that God created male and female, and uh, that men and women are different. They just are. And because of that... Um, you know, they have different uh, desires, different personalities, different ways of approaching the world. And what I want to maybe break out today in this podcast is how are we ministering to the men that are coming to the Catholic Church? How are we ministering to them in a way that speaks to their manhood to their masculinity and to them being um, men in this very, very uh, changing world. Do you have any thoughts on uh, that? Well, it all starts at the home, of course. And, um, you know, they, they are teaching all these different uh, uh, terminologies and, and phrases and ways about going about living their lives to these children in school. And uh, if you notice, uh, the, the parents are really up in arms about this. And, uh, you know, what I've tried to do is really just try in my own family is uh, an example how uh, I live my life as a man and uh, my faith life as a man. And you know what? When I was younger, I wasn't such a faithful person that I am now. I went through this this reversion in my life and a conversion back to a to our Catholic faith. And I, I it is regrettable that I wish I was more like our Father John, uh, who was more uh I felt that his faith was a little stronger than mine when, when he was in his twenties and thirties than mine was. And I I've I've come to regret that and I want to work with the fathers now that uh, that are in their twenties and thirties and forties with their children and um, 
What you really need to do, and I know our father John did it, is he used to take time out and uh, spend time with us, but take us to church and um, and pray and and uh, you know worship at mass together. And uh, I did all that stuff except the church part every week. I really uh, I wish I would have went to church more when I was a younger man. I was very involved in the church as a young man, as an older boy, and you know, up to a certain age in my uh, my early twenties, I did I didn't uh, I redefined what a man is and got away from um, what my father showed us. You and I, our father John, what a man really is, and uh, uh, now we have to get back to that. And uh, what I've noticed is is that the in my parish, Our Lady Montcalm, I'm starting to see a lot more young families and mothers and fathers in church together. And, you know, Father Vincent and I, we grew up in an Italian culture, right, brother? So we had men in our family that went to church and went to church with their families. And uh, I'm noticing, I noticed at a certain point that the men were not going to church. The men weren't praying the rosary. The men... And it was more of a woman culture uh, at a certain time in our church. And we really need to uh, focus on fatherhood, manhood, and what a man is. And uh, it took me a while to, to figure out that what I was doing was really the service to my children when they were younger, not taking them to church with my wife, making excuses, going to play basketball on a Sunday morning instead of going to church with them. And uh, when I got back to church, they were a little older, and um, it was really more helpful. Both my children uh, go to church. My adult children, they go to church. And uh, my son goes to church uh, as a family with his granddaughter, Andrea. So really what we need to do as an example uh, we need to show our faith and live our faith as men. And I want to just kick it back to you. What is a man now? What, what do we define what a man is? I mean, I mean, everybody. there's so much confusion now in the world of, of uh, you know, all this uh, gender well, dysphoria. Well, you know, the vast psychological um, research tells us that young boys need a male role model in their lives. They need a father figure in their lives. And when they don't have that father figure, biological, ideally a biological father, or if not a biological father, could be a, a foster father or a coach or, you know, a leader at the, in one of the groups they're involved in, that they do get into trouble and mischief, and not only trouble and mischief, but uh, a high percentage of them wind up going to prison, on drugs, depressed, because they did not have that father figure in their lives to guide them. Young boys, adolescent boys, need someone to teach them that this is not right. You don't treat people that way. You don't do this that way. You don't talk to your mother that way. Uh, you don't talk to your teacher in school that way. And so as a young adolescent, 
they're looking to the men in their life to give them an example of what it means to be a man. How do I encounter the world as a man? You mentioned that when you spoke about, uh, you know, our dad, John, you know, taking us to church, um, you know, being with the family on Sunday, spending time with us. He was our male role model. So we learned how to be men through him. And not only through him, but we had uncles that uh, were a big part of our lives. Uncle Kono, Uncle Paulie, Uncle Sal, um, our other Uncle Kono. So we, uh, Uncle Michael. So we had different men in our lives. And then in the parish, we had the priests that were real role models to us. Um, you know, um, Father Pecchio, uh, Father Sarnelli, Monsignor Casado, Father Vivona, um, uh, Father Fonti, uh, Monsignor Calise. So we had all those role models of fatherhood and priests. So without that, I think that our young people are really um, at a loss, you know, and the psychological research supports that. So that's one point. The second point would be on a parish level, uh, now let's start ministering to the men in the pews also. And what we've done here at St. Joseph, and you've done at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, is that we started a men's group here. And so a men's group is an opportunity for men to get together and to talk about their faith in a safe space. And uh, what we've been doing here so far, we've been um, focusing on... Um, the apologetics of how do we defend the faith? Men instinctively want to defend. They want to protect. They want to provide. And so the men in my group, we've been talking about, you know, as we mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, the culture we live in, how, it, how it, there are a lot of agnostics and atheists in our culture. How do we, how do we defend the faith? How do we present the faith in a way that makes sense to people in this modern world? Um, what does it mean to be a good man? What does it mean to be a good boyfriend, a good fiance, a good husband? How does our Catholic faith help, help us to live out that faith? One of the books that you've been reading is uh, Leaving Boyhood Behind. It's a great book, Leaving Boyhood Behind by Jason great. And um, it's a great book on uh, rite of passage, on, uh, you know, living out your your life as a, a man in the world. What is something that struck you in that book at all? The main thing that struck me in that book was I really enjoy the book and I'm using it as a resource as I started this uh, men's group at the Lady Montcalm Parish is that the boys today really don't have any 
idea or nobody to show them uh, when they transition from boyhood to manhood. And, uh, you know, they don't know, they don't, they, they, they poke around at it. And, uh, he, you know, he goes through so many examples of, of uh, what's, what's wrong with the culture today. And really as Catholics, I mean, I mean, uh, the Catholic faith was, was, uh, was our Lord Jesus Christ with 12 apostles and they were all men and they had women followers too, but these were all strong men. And I would, I would venture to say a majority of apostles were married men. And, uh, you know, they, they gave up their lives and they gave up a lot of things that, to follow Jesus. And they knew how important it was. And what he really talks about, what uh, Jason Craig talks about in his book is the boys, and you touched upon it earlier, the boys have nobody to look up to, no positive male role models. And we had so many in our family. Uh, and we still had a hard time. We really did. You know, it wasn't just our dad. We had uncles and cousins and, and uh, all these positive male role models. And he talks about that. When do you transition? When does that transition happen? Um, you know, for me, uh, it was really even, much later after I got married. Just because I got married and I had a couple of children and I had a good job and I was working, going back. But I still didn't, I still didn't feel like I had that rite of passage yet, that I transitioned into manhood fully. And uh, when I started letting go and my faith got stronger and stronger and my relationship with Jesus Christ got stronger is really when I started to become a man. Uh, what my definition now is of a man, you know, somebody who, who, uh, who's as a faithful person, who has a relationship with God and has an encounter with God and brings that out into the world with everybody else to see and is not really concerned about uh, anything else, uh, what people think about his faithful life. And I think we, we touched upon that. We had a, a family day, a prayer yesterday uh, for my mother's uh, side of the family, uh, the Daltos. And we had about 40 people show up. And we had Deacon Kevin McCormick, uh, was, was the guest speaker yesterday. He did a fabulous job. And really, it was really just an amazing day. But he talked about that we have all these people in our lives that come in and out of our lives. Uh, and he talked about that the, the men in our lives, how he disciplined his daughters and they gave him a hard time and he had the tools to do that. So the apostles and the followers of Jesus had their faith. And the, the service we're doing now to these children is, is they're not, they're, they're not learning about the faith in the domestic church through their dads. You know, if you look on TV, brother, most of the time, the fathers, if you look at commercials or even TV shows, they're deemed like, a, like almost a buffoonish character. You know, they're always forgetful. You know, I don't know where that is. Oh, dad. But, you know, they, they put down fatherhood, and fatherhood is really the mainstay of the family. Now, you touched upon uh, children, adolescent boys that don't have male role models in their life or father in their life. I, I venture to say it's almost 80% of the men that are incarcerated in prison have no father uh, figure in their life. There was no father in their life at all.
Well, I read, yeah, I read in uh, one of my um, books that I'm, because I'm doing my uh, my capstone project on uh, the need for a father and attachment theory, and uh, that prisons, the, the doctor said, prisons are dormitories for men that never had a strong father figure. And, um, you know, as you were talking, I had such a, an image, this is a great image of manhood I want to share with everybody. Our cousin Joe Despino, may he rest in peace, was a tremendous father figure and a tremendous grandfather and, and man of that family. And I happened to have dinner over the Despino house one night. And he sat at the head of the table, Joe, and as he sat at the head of the table, the food was put in front of him with the serving spoon. And each of the children, the grandchildren, came to Grandpa Joe and he served them the food. And I never forget that image of him doing that. And so masculinity, manhood, is not necessarily about being macho, not necessarily being, uh, let's say, The Rock or Rocky Balboa or Arnold Schwarzenegger, all those um, images of manhood. But really for us as Catholics, it's, a, it's Christ, right? The servant, the servant leader, the one that uh, gets down on his knees and washes the feet of his disciples on Holy Thursday. And so I think we really have to claim our masculine identity through Christ. That through a loving and giving relationship with the Lord, we learn how to be a true man, a real man. And uh, all those other um, things that, you know, we see on, you said, on TV, or in the movies, or um, all those other things are just an illusion to what being a re real man is and serving others as the Lord served them. So hopefully our men's group here at St. Joe's will be able to, um, to really grow in that idea of servant leadership. You see that now as a deacon, right? You know, I see it now as a deacon and, uh, you know, services. You know, it's such a beautiful ministry, really, to, to serve and to, and, and to help others. And, you know, I always go back to the, the positive male role models in our life. Uh, our father, John our Uncle Connor, Uncle Paul, uh, uh, Cousin Tommy, Joe Despino, who you mentioned. These positive, positive role models. And you know what? They were not looking for accolades. They weren't looking for, you know, uh, uh, you know, a book to be written about them. They really left a legacy here. And it's, uh, it's our job now, I believe, as the patriarchs of the family now, uh, you're taking over as the older men, let's say. Uh, of the family is to really pick up uh, where they left off, you know, 
They gave of themselves. They gave everything of themselves and nothing was more important than their faith and their family. You know, the beginning of this podcast, uh, episode one, we talked about faith, family, and our opening slides is sometimes food. But that's what it was all about, really. And this family day we had yesterday was focused on uh, faith, family, and we had food yesterday. And, uh, you know, we enjoyed ourselves, but we came together. And those men really... They went about it just the right way. And you need somebody to give you a blueprint. And Jesus is the ultimate blueprint. He gives you the ultimate example of how to be a man. But you know what? If you don't have that man in your life, thank God we had our father in our life, John. Yeah. And he was present for us. And we had all these positive male role models in our life. Uncles, cousins, and coaches, and priests. It was unbelievable. They were all fooling us. In law, along with our Lord. And really, they formed us to be the men that we are today. And you know what? The Holy Name Society is great. The Knights of Columbus is great. But the reason why we started these men's groups, and I think it's very, very important today, is because, like you touched upon earlier, men need a safe space just to talk about the things that are going on. And, you know, we make mistakes. And sometimes we regret how we handle things either with our children or with our mom and dad or in our personal lives. And we need a place to go and say, okay, it's okay. I've done something similar to that, you know, and a commonality of, of manhood. And, and, you know, fatherhood and manhood is really under attack. And, uh, you know, you touched upon earlier, brother. You know, it's not about, uh, you know, how many women you date how much money you have, what kind of car you drive, what kind of house you live on. When, when, you, when you're dying and you're on your deathbed, those things are irrelevant. The legacy that you left behind, what you did as a man and how you presented yourself to the world and how, how many lives you touched is how, is how we're going to be judged. And I know our father John did a tremendous job. And he gave the most important thing, brother. He gave us his time when he didn't have a lot of time to give. He was working two or three jobs a lot of times. It was very difficult. And as young kids, you don't see that. You know, you don't see it. But now as men in our 50s, and me in my late 50s, and you in your mid-50s, we're recognizing that. And thank God we had that foundation. And I'm very concerned about the, the, the male children today and the children in general that the fathers don't think that's important and they're going about it the wrong way and they're not giving their children a chance to have a faithful life. Yeah, we want to just encourage the men that are listening. Uh, we want to encourage you. We want to want you to know that the, the Catholic Church welcomes you, that, um, you know, following Jesus is about the most masculine thing you can do. As my brother said, he is the blueprint for all manhood. He's the ultimate hero. He is um, the way, teaches us the way to treat women, to love women, to respect women. He teaches us the way to uh, treat others, to love them, to care for them, to visit them, to pray with them, to serve them. So when, when when we look at the Lord, we look at Ece Omo, as it says in the, in the gospel, 
in the Passion when Pilate brings him out before the crowd, behold the man, behold the man when we look at him with the crown of thorns on his head and, and uh, standing there silently suffering for us. How many times, uh, the fathers that are listening, how many times when you, when you got up in the morning to go to work and you didn't feel like working that day, but you did it, you pushed through, you, you, uh, you provided for your family, you brought home, uh, you know, money so that they could eat and have clothes on their back, you know, behold the man, Eche Omo. So we are just so blessed to have the Lord Jesus as our example. We are blessed as uh, me and Deacon Michael, Deacon Michael and I were blessed to have had a father who loved us, who cared for us, who spent time with us, and these young boys, they need that. They need, they need fathers that care about them, that, that want to uh, teach them how to be men, you know? Uh, you know, I was thinking about this last night. I was thinking about St. Joseph. This month that we celebrate the solemnity of Joseph, that, um, you know, how he was, you know, he was truly uh, a great role model for Jesus, right? He worked with his hands. You know, they say he was a carpenter, but I would imagine he was a, you could call him like a construction worker because I'm sure he built more than things out of wood. He probably uh, helped to build homes and probably taught Jesus how to do that manual labor. He taught Jesus what it meant to be a Jewish man, to follow the Lord God, uh, Yahweh, as a, a faithful follower of, uh, of God. And he provided for Mary and the Lord and uh, provided a safe environment for them and protected them. One of the the things that men do is protect the family. So uh, Joseph is a wonderful example in this month of March for all of us to really reflect upon, don't you think? Yeah, Joseph is the ultimate uh, male role model, the ultimate father. And I would just touch upon that uh, uh, as we're, we're closing at almost to the end of this podcast. And uh, I would reach out to the fathers out there and to the young men out there that are listening. Uh, to this podcast, uh, don't do what I did. And I have a lot of regrets about my younger life. Well, my children were very, very small. Um, my faith, not giving them the faith like I'm supposed to give them the faith and share it with them. And be the best version of yourself as a dad. And that's so hard to do. Father Vincent touched upon it because, you know, the father, a lot of times is in the background. You got to go out, you got to make that living, you got to get those bills paid, you got to make sure the family's good, you have to have a great relationship with your wife and be on the same page, and that's a lot of stress. And don't don't make the stress envelop you and put the, your faith on the back burner and be the best version, the best dad, the best man you can be is to follow the way of Joseph and Jesus. Great, and we we invite all the men to come back to Mass, come to church, come with your family, get dressed on Sunday. See you in church. Yeah, we want to see you guys in church. So let's close with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen.
Heavenly Father, in this month of March, when we celebrate the solemnity of St. Joseph, the role model for all men, we also remember the model of your son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who suffered and died for us and gave us the gift of redemption. Hear these prayers today for all men out there as we ask this all through Christ our Lord. Amen. All right. God bless you. We'll see you on the next podcast.